voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educates, syncopates, radio communicates, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 682. This is June 22nd, 2023. Tonight we do the Express Edition because this is NBA Draft Night. <laughs> and we cannot have me waiting not to see what the Pacers are going to do, that kind of stuff. So, you know, we, we're putting it in Express Mode tonight, but... You guys won't know it because we'll do the regular show, but I'm just messing with you a little bit. But I'm not messing with you about this. It's time for Jeff to tell us all about what's coming up on the show. Well, first of all, thank you very much, Bill, and a beautiful day here in Albany, New York. We were supposed to get rain all day, and that didn't happen. I guess we'll get rain tonight. Well, we'll see what happens. First of all, we'll start things off on our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks calling her in format changes. Up next, Bill found, I think, a really interesting feature. It's a band scan of an area of the country which I'm not really familiar with. You get to hear what radio stations sounded like in August of 1974, Charleston, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we got an air check, I think, that Sean and Perry can relate to because they're the young guys in the audience here or on the panel. We're going to hear XETRA from Tijuana, Mexico from January 4th, I believe it's 19, um, 1983 is what the, what the air check says. I'm not totally sure of the date, but that's what they said on the, on the label of the air check. Finally, we get to hear how SAR 102.5 WTSS ended its broadcast era on 102.5 in Buffalo, New York. As you know, we talked about this last week. The stations in Memphis, Tennessee, and Buffalo, New York, were sold to the Educational Media Foundation. So all in all, I think we have a very, very interesting week this week on all things radio. Bill, I know you're interested in that uh, NBA draft with the with the Indiana Pacers. And, of course, we'd like to find out what's, what, uh, what's going to happen with the New York Knicks, Knicks and the uh, and the Nets. So uh, the New Jersey, whatever, the, I forget the name of the team, the New York Nets or whatever Brooklyn. it is. Yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Nets. See, this is why I don't know anything about sports. Well, you could never right. have to do sports like Chris. They've you know. actually been there for about 10 years now. It's amazing. <laughs> time goes by. So yeah. Je- that's why they're okay. trying to get Jeff that's- to slow down just a little bit. And we'll get Jeff out of the way in just a few minutes, and then we can go on to the draft. You know, go ahead, Bill. I'm we, no, I'm just messing with him a little bit. I know bit. you are. Just, just a little bit. Not a whole lot, but just a little bit. And want to thank everybody again for being here. No Bernie tonight because he had some other commitments tonight, having a good time. That's not allowed either. But he's doing that anyway. So, really no Indianapolis radio news this week. Nothing I found that was changing. We know of some upcoming radio changes coming in 
the fall, we don't know how that's going to affect 93.5, the fan, and 107.5, the fan. But we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. All, all about that in just a few minutes. If we want to do it after Jeff's news or whatever the case may be, but well, you might want to uh, mention it, Bill. This is normally where indie news gets mentioned, right well, here. Right, right here. We can, we can talk about it. Yesterday we had not one, not one, but two big news stories, and. Jeff kind of broke it on Coffee Club, the first one. And Jeff, you want to mention that one? Uh, no, I'll let you mention it. You, 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 I'll let you. I'll let you mention it because. Uh, well, know, that's the tune-in. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah well, well, here's one of the big news stories, and I think this is a good thing. Uh, radio yes. stations want to be on as many players as possible, and TuneIn is one aggregator for radio stations. They have a lot of them, and they just. Got back because they were on TuneIn originally. Yes, they, they just were. got back the Odyssey station. So all of your Odyssey stations are now available on TuneIn, and I will tell you it does work. Uh, and if it you does. use the TuneIn app on your iPhone, it works well. If you use your TuneIn on the computer, it also works as well. So you can now listen to all what I forgot two hundred some odd Odyssey stations on TuneIn. Yes, my, you uh, can. My TuneIn account is so old that I had all those Odyssey and iHeart stations on there in the beginning. <laughs> and then they took them all off. And now they're, and I never took them there out of my favorite. It's not so like they update they that every day, but it is a nice thing. It's nice to be able to type in KMOX and see it comes up. Or WINS yeah. or WCBS. And Jeff, we know you like that. I know. Or if you're into Charlotte and you like Charlotte sports, you can get... What WFNZ yeah. on there, yeah. um, and you can now some of the lesser ones. It's a little more difficult. The station out of Fort Myers. I don't know if they're going under WWCN AM or how they're labeling that in tune in, but you know that that is a it's a great thing. It makes it easy. Because you can listen on Lady A or your note takers or whatever you're using. Most things can get tuned in. So, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cost you anything. And it's just a good way to do it. They'll still run the, um, you know, the spots. But, hey, that's just part of radio now. <laughs> Yeah, and you will hear pre, you'll you'll hear ads at the beginning of the feed of, of the stream for, for what TuneIn is selling, but they're also going to share ad revenue with Odyssey as well, and they did talk about that as well, and analytics, analytics. So that means that TuneIn be- is pretty well locked down. Most, I don't think they've got the company that's near Jeff, the one that dominates Albany. What is that radio? Town Square, Town Square Media. You know, they, they don't Town have Town Square. Square, but they have the they have the other big company in Albany. That, of course, you know, they have iHeart, and they've had that for a while now. But the other one is Albany Broadcasting. They have those stations in Albany, New York. So, no, Town Square is the only one they don't have. Uh, but but that could change at some point. Well, I you know what? When I was first started doing the website, way back in the late 90s, early 2000, when that was really rolling, Town Square threatened to sue me several times. <laughs> Um, I said, 
you're telling me these radio stations are worth suing over just because we were streaming their station. They did not like it. So they were, and I've never wanted nothing but not good luck for them. So yeah, they they still want everyone to use their app called Radio Pup. That's the name of their app. That so, is uh, one of the worst apps I've ever seen, too. Oh, well, oh, it only has their. It's like iHeart. You you can find the Cumulus stations on the iHeart platform. You can find other companies on the iHeart platform, and that's the whole thing. Is that if, if you're a radio station, you want to be on as many platforms yeah. as possible. Yeah, I yeah. know. And you and I've talked about the legend. Soon you'll be able to hear all things radio on iHeart, and <laughs> I think that's a good thing. I think and, that means we'll have to stop saying bad things about iHeart. <laughs> yes, I am, yeah, we might have to, of course. I don't know. You know, I mean, if I talk about if I talk about iHeart going bankrupt, if that ever happens again, I mean, that's not a bad thing. That's what that's what they're publishing to the newspapers. Yeah, right. No, I mean, no, no, but they, see, they do like any company, and obviously, we, you report the news, and that's what you have I mean, to you do. And they're not going to the care about us. But what I'm saying is, you, they, they they all do good things. They all do things that aren't so hot. You know, with the different stations, with the different decisions they make and, and we just talk about it but all. you know if i'm listening to radio seriously if i want to type in wbz i want to get it as easy as possible i don't right. want to have to Wherever go to three it. or yep. four or five different players to get something you know if you want not, to, you're not you're going to remember where you know where it is if they just had it on iheart you'd remember that but there's a lot of people that they don't know if they're listening to it's an odyssey and even though they tell them every half hour that's iheart or odyssey they don't remember. They, they just know how they got it. Together. You know, they no? just yeah. know how they got it. And yeah. so the other big story of the day is, and Perry, you can come in and help out with this one. It's the ESPN story about how they're blowing up the morning show. You want to talk yeah, a the, little? The morning show is Max, uh, Keyshawn, and Jay Will is what they call it. And, uh, well, it won't be around anymore. That show is going away. Um, now, Keyshawn had recently signed, like, a four-year contract. So that we'll was last happens. year, yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. And Max Kellerman is going to stay doing boxing for ESPN. He does a lot of that. but And, you know, they're, they're on ESPN2 and ESPN Radio, but they never – they tried – they replaced Mike and Mike or Gullick and Wingo, but then, you know, they're – I guess on ESPN2, they're going to do Sports Center because on the main ESPN, they have Get Up with Mike Greenberg, and then Greenberg sometimes goes and does his radio show on ESPN. Yeah, they radio. Once a month, he shows up occasionally. Yeah, yeah, once, once a month, month, he shows up. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, well, well I think you know, looking at it, uh, looking ahead to next week on Sports Lounge uh, Live, I think we're going to have a media section because it's going to warrant it. we got four yep. or five media stories, so I think we're going to have yep. a, like we do with, with a sport, we'll have a media section. And right. Actually, as you guys know, we're on here, and all, and Robert does too. We all love media, and we all like to talk about it, so that's always a fun one when we get into those mm -hmm. kinds of things and yep. speculate on who's going to go where or why they did what they did. Another one, Bill, that I wanted to mention too yeah. before we get to Jeff's news, um, this got past me. Um, and we don't talk a lot of Mississippi radio on here, but in last summer, in 2022, Randy Bell, who is a big-time news guy in that state, um, retired. And I remember when I was lived there as a kid listening to him do news, and you look, you look at all the stories, you know, from Hurricane Katrina to a whole lot of things. 
Um, he covered a lot of stories, so I think it's at least worth mentioning. Right. Mm-hmm. So be aware of changes coming up on ESPN Radio. There's more, oh, yeah. more changes yeah. coming. And this will affect the landscape of probably sports talk on, you know, with the networks. I mean, there's just so much of this stuff they can do. So there will be changes in more stations. And we'll talk about this later, probably are trying to go local because they can sell and they can make more money locally. And people tend to like what's around them at home. In other words, if you're in Albany, you might want to talk about the Mets, the Yankees. You might want to talk about the Giants, whatever. I don't know what kind of sports market Albany would be where Jeff is. But, you know, you're in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, uh, Boston, of course, and and I'm glad I can get those Boston stations on TuneIn now, too. <laughs> so, you know, that is just a good thing. So it's a win-win. So if you like changes, nothing ever stays the same in radio. Nope. So that's right. the way it goes. But we, That's why you listen to this show, though, because we talk right. about it. And that's why you listen to Jeff's award-winning news, isn't it? That's right. And with that... If I can find it and queue it up, we're going to do Jeff's News right now. Do you like that, Jeff? I like it. I like it. All right. There he is. All right. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A star falls and rises in Buffalo, New York. A spot hits Dallas, Texas, while Greg Carton says goodbye to WFAN AM. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter ratings. It was a very busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and once again, Odyssey is the company that makes most of the news. We told you about the sale of Odyssey's radio stations in Memphis, Tennessee, and Buffalo, New York. You might remember that Odyssey sold radio station WTSS-FM to the Educational Media Foundation, and in Memphis, Tennessee, they sold radio station WLFP-FM to the Educational Media Foundation as well. In Buffalo, New York, they said goodbye to the star on 102.5, and the Educational Media Foundation has taken over running this radio station. However, not to be undone, Town Square Media has also made changes in Buffalo, New York, with radio station WMSX-FM. With the loss of the star on 102.5, WMSX has changed its name to Star 96.1. Gone is the Breeze moniker, but the music that the Breeze was playing still continues. In Dallas, Texas, Odyssey made changes at radio station KLUV-FM. They sold the intellectual properties of radio station KLUV-FM to the Educational Media Foundation. In order to to sell the radio stations to Educational Media Foundation in Buffalo, New York, and Memphis, Tennessee, Odyssey agreed to sell the intellectual properties of KLUV-FM. This means that the Educational Media Foundation can run its K-Love format in Dallas, Texas. But what of KLUV-FM? That's gone, replaced by The Spot. And on June 26th, the new call letters for The Spot will be KSPH-FM. Right now, the station is running jockless playing music of the 70s, 80s, and some 90s thrown in. We'll let you hear an air check of this radio station in next week's All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's move to New York, where Greg Carton has said so long to radio station WFAN-AM. He had been doing afternoons at WFAN-AM from 2 till 6.30 with Evan Roberts. Greg Carton is leaving WFAN-AM to 
concentrate his work on Fox Sports Television, doing mornings at Fox Sports 1. And with the departure of Greg Carton from radio station WFAN, the schedule for WFAN has changed. Tiki Barber, who had been hosting middays with Brandon Tierney, will move up to afternoons hosting with Evan Roberts. And Sal Licata, who had been doing overnights at radio station WFAN, is now moving to middays, hosting the midday show with Brandon Tierney. And current afternoon producer Chris McMonagle will handle overnights at the fan. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Cumulus is making changes with two program directors at its radio stations in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Chicago, Illinois. James Kurgill, program director at radio station KQRS-FM in Minneapolis, Minnesota, will be relocated to Chicago, Illinois, as program director at radio station WKQX-FM. WKQX-FM broadcasts an alternative rock format. And James Linder will be leaving Chicago, Illinois. He had been programming a radio station WLS-FM with its classic hits format. will be moving to Minneapolis, Minnesota to program radio station KQRS-FM. Now let's move to Bakersfield, California, where Buck Owens Broadcasting is making changes to the radio landscape at radio station KUZZ-FM. The station broadcasts a country format. Morning hosts Cliff Dumas and Tanya Brakebill are retiring at the end of the week. This means that the radio station will be totally revamping its on-air lineup. A new morning show will come to this radio station, hosted by Ken McLeod, currently doing afternoons at the radio station, as well as music director for the radio station. And nighttime personality Vanessa Heraldis will also join him doing mornings for the radio station. The new morning show is titled Ken and Ness in the Morning. Middays will be handled by Mike Bell, who will air Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. And Brent Michaels, program director for the radio station, will air Monday through Friday from 2 p.m. till 7 p.m. And Skyview Network's syndicated B-Dub Country Evening Show will be added from 7 p.m. till midnight. In the market that serves Spartanburg and Greenville, South Carolina, Odyssey is making changes at radio station WYRD-FM with its all-talk format. They're adding the Eric Erickson Show. Eric Erickson is syndicated by Compass Media and originates out of radio station WSB-AM in Atlanta, Georgia. Now let's move to Detroit, Michigan, where Cumulus is losing a morning personality and program director at radio station W4 Detroit. That's WWW with their country music format. Brian Bubba Cowan will be leaving the radio station to take a job in the airline industry. He's been with the radio station since 2002. Although he's leaving the radio station on a full-time basis, he'll continue to work at the radio station as an ambassador of goodwill. And in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Eric E. White will be leaving his evening position at radio station KDWB-FM, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. He had been with the radio station for three years. Before working in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Eric E. White worked in Des Moines, Iowa at radio station KKDM-FM. And finally, congratulations go out to Eric Bradley, who is the new brand manager, at radio station WBMX-FM in Chicago, Illinois, with a classic hip-hop format. The station is owned and operated by Odyssey. Eric Bradley had been working for the radio station for a while, replacing Todd Cavana, former brand manager for the radio station, who left a few months ago. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WASH-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one-ranked radio station is WBZ-FM with its all-sports operation. The number two-ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBUR-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one-ranked radio station is KJEB-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is KKWF-FM programming a country format. 
Finally, the number three rank radio station in Seattle, Washington is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WHQT-FM with a number adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with a Spanish format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rank radio station is KESZ-FM broadcasting an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KSLX FM with a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KOAI FM broadcasting in adult hits format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rank radio station is WCSX FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WXYT FM with an all sports format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WKQI FM broadcasting a pop CHR format. In Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, the number one rank radio station is KTIS-FM with a contemporary Christian format. The number two rank radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KSTP-FM broadcasting a hot adult contemporary format. Now let's move to Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida, where the number one rank radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WFUS-FM with a country format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WXTB-FM broadcasting a rock format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is KXKL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KYGO-FM broadcasting a country format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving Denver, Colorado is KQMT-FM broadcasting a classic rock format. In San Diego, California, the number one rank radio station is KXSN-FM, broadcasting a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KFBG-FM, broadcasting an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Diego, California is KPBS-FM, broadcasting a news talk format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rank radio station is WLIF-FM, with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WQSR-FM with an adult hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is WARH-FM with an adult hits format. The number two rank radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLOU-FM broadcasting a classic hits format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by Upside, Verizon Wireless, Babel, and Target. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem. I did want to give a plug, and we didn't talk about We talked about this before the uh, All Things Radio program. Just give a plug to George Mason. I know we don't normally do this, but he did a very, very nice tribute to the songwriter Cynthia Weil. She passed away last uh, three weeks ago, I should say, at the age of 82. She and her husband, Barry Mann, wrote many, many, many songs that you'd be familiar with, such as The Animals, We Gotta Get Out of This Place, Kicks by Paul Revere and the Raiders, um, songs by the Righteous Brothers, uh, You've Lost That Love and Feeling is one of them I can remember. She wrote a song that was done by um, Aaron Neville and uh, Linda Ronstadt, plus song by, by uh, 
what's his name, uh, James Ingram, uh, and uh, Sergio Mendes. So I mean, it, the songs just go on and on, and I, he did a very nice tribute, and I think he should uh, recognize his show because he puts a lot of work into it. When can you hear him, Jeff? He's on on the East Coast here. He's on from three until five every Thursday, three until five on Thursdays, and uh, so that's three o'clock on the East, twelve o'clock on the West. And 2 o'clock on the Central Time and 1 o'clock sure. Mountain Time. And what station is that again? Oh, of course, the, everybody's favorite radio station, legendoldies.com, the worldwide legend. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was interesting to yeah. see WBUR was number three. We had that about a year, year and a half ago, and we talked about, and I've always said, and I say it once in a while when we talk about Boston ratings, that if there were only one, if only BUR were there or only GBH were there, they'd be number one or two all the time. But you've got real competition between the two. They both do a good job, and BUR uh, managed to get into the into the top three this time. So that was a little unusual. I think you're right. And the guy that I knew from WBUR, because he was, he was a friend of my college roommate, a guy named Bob Oaks, did a very, very good job at that radio station. You probably yes. heard him on the air. Yeah, he Joe, was on WEI before that, before he went over there. Yeah, that's the true. EI. Uh-huh. And Joe, are you there, Mr. Sorensen? Yes, yes, I am, Mr. Bennett. Yes, anyway, I am amazed that KTIS-FM is number one, the Christian Contemporary Station in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, I, I used to do dramatic readings for Northwestern College Radio, so it, it's, it's not a direct job, but at least an association with them. It, it, it is absolutely wild. Uh, CCM like that is able to spook the ratings in some markets like that. Well, you've seen it in St. Louis, Missouri with Gateway uh, Communi- Gateway Communications, and their Christian station did very well for a while in that town. And it's just a matter of where their uh, personal people meter ratings are placed, Joe. And that's really all I can say. Bernie and I have talked about this over and over again on All Things Radio Live. So, yeah, it is interesting. I'll have to take a listen to them and see if we can feature them sometime because I'm not that familiar with that particular genre of music. But uh, we've done it before. Uh, the last time I did a Christian station, I, I know I did WAWZ-FM and Zarafath, New Jersey, which is contemporary Christian, and I think we've also done KLTY FM in Dallas, Texas, as well. So, thank you very much, Joe. Thank you. All right, there we go. That's yeah, what that we like. Was that, that, was that a Christian contemporary that was number one in uh, St. Louis? Because I wasn't familiar with, with those it, call it, letters. It, it, yeah, it was not this time, but it was number one at one point uh, a few a few months ago, maybe a year ago. With that's uh, I forgot the call it is for the station, but it's yeah, on my you will, I think. Yes, that's right, Gary. It's on my Gateway Communications. KC is a rock station in St. Louis. That's the one you're thinking of now that was number one, I think. Yeah. Right. That, that's a classic rock station. They've been classic yeah, rock classic for rock. years. Uh, and we featured, uh, they, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Woff has featured that radio station on All Things Radio as well. Yep. Kind of amazing, too, that Detroit, uh, number two, was uh, the ticket because the, they don't have, I mean, they, they're, the Lions are looking up and they might have a good year. But the other three teams are pretty bad, so it's uh, you know, I, on the pro I wonder, side, so. Chris, if part of that is they are running specials through the season about uh, Miguel Cabrera, who is retiring from the Tigers, right? And I'll bet yeah. those are I'll bet those specials are getting a lot of listeners. Yeah, they probably are. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Well, I also you know as as Bernie said, now that they're not using a diary uh, and they're, and they're using personal people meters, you don't know you know how the market is really sampled where those one personal people meter in 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 someone's hands can it really affect the ratings for a, a number of individuals in that market so it is uh it is, is a definitely a different kind of technology and radio stations you wouldn't think that would be in there that do well are doing well so uh that's the only thing yeah. i can say about that 
and Good stuff, of course yeah. the spot in Houston are in Dallas, you know, they, that's, they are going to have personalities in Dallas, it sounds like, but the one in Houston's been five years, and they're just pretty much automated. Yeah, no they're, musically, they're a little different. Yeah, I mean, I don't, they, didn't say that, they, they didn't say in the radio news that the radio announcers were coming back. That's what the radio columnist that I re- yeah. read said. But his question was, are they going to bring announcers like Billy the Kid back on the spot? We don't know that at this point. However, they're not back yet, so... All I can say is like they like they like the journalists always say film at eleven. Mm-hmm. So stand by for what yeah. happens. That's the only thing I can yeah, say. The spot, yeah, the spot in Houston goes in more into the they'll go like into the two thousands. They're they're almost more like a Jack format than more, they are yeah, the oldies. Less, where this one's yeah. still gonna I just using the spot name I guess. Yeah. Well, well, you know I was thinking since I'm gonna do the spot as a featured station, I'm, what I might do is take the Jack FM format in Houston, in Dallas, and compare the two of them. Uh, with a featured segment because uh, Jack does an interesting mm-hmm. thing and they play a musical game with their audience uh, in the evenings where they people call in and they have they play music quizzes kind of and it's an mm-hmm. interesting interesting concept you don't hear that on radio very often but I think I'll take a look at that either next week or the week after but we're gonna do yeah. we're gonna definitely take a look at that station again we visited yeah. them about ten years ago yeah so before we go to the yeah go ahead. Before we go to the call letter and format changes, we want to remind people that Jeff will be off for the summer conventions and whatever Jeff does to amuse himself for two. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we don't want to know. For, right. For two, for two weeks while he gets used to his pump. Yes. Uh, that, by the way, that, that 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 doesn't sound right. But I have a, I have a disease. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I you know most people know me, and I'm, I try to be public out there. And it's called lymphedema, which is, there's a swelling, and the lymph glands don't drain properly. And they use a electric pump that is uh, like it, it's like putting on boots, and it it massages the your legs and and helps move that lymphatic fluid out of the way, so it can circulate pop, properly in the body. So. It's not a big deal, and as a matter of fact, uh, you put it on and you and you use this thing for an hour every day, and you don't even know it. I could be dozing watching television while this thing is going on. So, I don't ever see you dozing. You're drinking no, too much really. coffee. <laughs> no. Yeah. When do you ever sleep? So, so we'll the week we're on. talking about being off is the sixth and the thirteenth of July. We'll be on next week, but then we'll be off for two weeks. For two point. weeks. So, just want to keep that in mind. So, set your dials and come back, and who knows. What kind of changes we'll have made? No changes on this show, but you never know. The so the legend, gonna... though, in all honesty, though, those first two weeks of July are going to be is going to be pretty quiet. Well, you only Except think for so. the talk shows, most of them. Yeah, for them, but not musically. No. So not musically, nope. not musically. Nope. So anyway, but something that's been around. Um, is this feature has been in the program since we started, Jeff and I did many, many years ago. And I think Jennifer's been in, has she been in since day one, Jeff? I think she has pretty much been in since day one. Now, now she may not have been doing it when we were doing a lot. We did it live on the, on the, uh, on, on for the people on one of those uh, audio chat things on the computer, but she has been live since we've been doing it as a podcast. We'll never go back to that again, will we? John? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's how we started. But let's do Jenny's call letter and format changes and see what she's got to tell us this week before we take our time machine and go traveling in a few minutes. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of June 22nd. KCNQ FM 102.5, Kernville, California changes slogan from KC Country to Kern River Country 102.5. KDEL FM 100.9, Arkadelphia, Arkansas changes format from silent to classic rock. KTMV FM 91.9, Mountain Village, Alaska signs on with the variety format. KQPS FM 103.1, Palm Desert, California changes calls to KMEEFM. KZNU AM 1450 St. George, Utah changes calls to KSGO AM. WCOR FM 96.7 Portville, Pennsylvania changes City of License to Lewis Run. WCRO AM 1230 Johnstown, Pennsylvania changes slogan from WCRO 102.9 FM 12:30 AM to Easy Favorites 102.9 FM 12:30 AM WTSS FM 102.5 Buffalo, New York changes calls to WBKV FM WBKV FM 89.9 Buffalo New York changes calls to WBWA FM WQRV FM 100.3 Meridianville Alabama changes format from classic hits to adult hits. KBSN AM 1470 Moses Lake, Washington changes slogan from your first choice for news and information to 1470 KBSN Real Country. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. We really appreciate you doing this week after week after week after week after week. Very faithfully, on Tuesday morning, she gets up. After she has her breakfast and a cup of coffee, she goes right out to the studio. You can count on exactly what she's going to do. And then gets her stuff ready for book talk. So she falls in line with the rest of us. So He's very, very busy. I can tell you that. I know that for a fact. So that's A little follow-up on Bob Bittner Radio. Those stations are going to continue. Remember Bob Bittner is the guy who uh, had just uh, died recently and is doing the uh, the. Uh, uh, nostalgia format from the 30s up to the 80s on uh, WJIB in Cambridge, Massachusetts, WJTO in Bath, Maine. He's got a station down on Cape Cod. They are soliciting again for funds for the station. It's a non-commercial station. The people voluntarily contribute. They uh, It's not tax deductible, but people do contribute, and uh, Bob Bittner's been able to do that for uh, solicit the funds and do that station that way for at least 10 years. And the uh, I don't know, didn't recognize the voice of the announcer who did the did the promo that I heard, but uh, they said they're doing it. 
just the way Bob uh, had wanted it done, wanted it to continue, and wanted the music to be heard. But it's music you don't hear anywhere else. And, uh, you know, so um, it's, uh, it's continuing, and that's good. Are they still using his voice on the IDs? And I, I, yes. I heard him do a thing on the day in history or something like that. I don't remember what, he, what it was, but uh, so, so that I have a recording of that radio station, Chris. So we may have to we may have to uh, we'll drag it out and we'll scope the recording. That means we'll cut out the, uh, the yeah. song, but give you the beginnings and the end. It, it, they, yeah. they don't talk very much. They they play mainly you know, mainly music. But I want to get the way the old JIB was too. They they didn't talk very much, and of course he doesn't have the commercials. The the, the old JIB with the ship's bell and all that in the seventies and eighties was very popular. People loved that. Uh, this is not as much stringed music, Monavani. It's you know you'll hear "Love Will Keep Us Together" by Captain and Neil. Then you might hear uh, "In the Mood" by Glenn Miller. Then you might hear uh, some stringed uh, mm-hmm. a version of uh, "All My Lovin'" by the Beatles or something. It's, it's, it bounces all over the place. It's not a bad station. I, I remember WJIB because we went to Boston, uh, um, and my friend was a ham radio operator, my friend Bill and my other friend Tony and I, and we, we just knocked on the door at WJIB, and, and the guy was very nice. He gave us a, a little tour of the place, and, and then after that, we went to Legal Seafood and, and had, oh, yeah. had a great seafood dinner. Oh, the no-name restaurant. He did one of those two. Yeah, that's a good uh, one, too. I, and so I we went out for there, seafood. But I think it's gone. I think the no-name is gone now, but... Uh... Yeah, legal seafood store around. Yeah. And, and it was a great tour. The guy was a, the guy that was working there was a guy named uh, Dave Cassidy, but he w- I forgot what he called himself. But he worked at WPLJ in New York, and he was very nice to us. So I will tell you. Mm-hmm. And they had, and then they then they tried to keep it alive by putting uh, new age music on at night, and that didn't work either. So you know it's it's gone now. But it was a good station, Chris. I agree with you there. Yeah. You know, speaking of broadcasters, you ever notice when? Some of these ministers that used to be on radio, they passed away, and some of them are in the 60s and 70s, and they're still broadcasting some of those old shows. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who I is mean, the guy, McGee? I can't think of his... Uh, Jay, uh, go uh, by. Jay Vernon You've got McGee, Jay Vernon McGee, yes. and, uh, and oh, the yeah. guy that walked with the king today, his last name is Cook, and I forgot his first name. Uh, I'm not really... Someone who's into the religious programming would know, but his programs still run every every day as well. Walk with the king... Uh, and he was out of Briarcliff Manor. Yeah, he was out of Briarcliff Manor, New York. And so, oh, there used to be a guy named McIntyre, and he, oh, my. oh man, man. Oh, he got into major trouble. Do you remember the yeah. story, Jeff? There was something about he. he what did he do? Put on. He he had six ninety in uh, Media, Pennsylvania, in, in the sixties, and. Did he run it as a pirate station? They shut it down or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and then he, then he got an FM station, WXUR-FM in, in Media, Pennsylvania, and they ran that as a religious station for a while, then, and they got in trouble with that one as well. I do remember that, but uh, that's all I remember. But, yes, you're right about that, Bill. Boy, you bring back some memories here. Yeah, the, boy, yeah. those guys used to be on, and they would talk and just go on. And, but then you're hearing the same guys on 20 years later. They've been gone all that time and they're still rerunning those broadcast asking for well, the, the, the McGee to... thing makes sense because he goes through the whole Bible from you know right from the beginning right through the end did a whole Bible hmm. study that is relevant to the people who want to hear it every day you know there's nothing uh, you know nothing dated about it because right. that's what he was doing uh, in in that time you know and, and those ministries they they're still going and they're still buying the time and they don't have new material. They figure, hey, we can reach and we can hit a new audience with that same thing. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, like the world tomorrow if it's still even running anywhere. No, that's I think that's going. But there was another person who was on for a long time after after she passed away. 
and she gave a lot of her money from through that ministry to the Western Pennsylvania State School for the Blind. Her name was Catherine Kuhlman. Oh, and, oh uh, yeah. You remember the hurt bill? She ran yeah. for a long, long time after Everything she Everything is going to be all right. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Reverend Ike. My, Reverend hand Ike. On my, hand, my, hand, my hand is on the radio, Chris. And I'm, uh, yeah. Reverend Ike. My hand is on the my iPhone. Yeah. He had the, uh, he had the, the, the uh, prayer cloth, and he made a lot of money on those prayer cloths. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the king yeah. of all of them, though, was Oral Roberts. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, was on, he was on radio. He was on television. And then there was a guy and, who was a preacher on TV who had a 24-hour satellite channel, and he was on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. His name was Gene Scott. Gene Scott. That oh. guy was fun to watch in the middle of the night. Oh, Mike. yeah. And the one, who, the one who just died, Pat Robertson. The one who just oh, died. The other one. He was made on TV. Yeah, he uh, just died recently. Yeah. Well, this old Roberts used to say God was going to call him home if they didn't get so much of a donation in the minute. They're, <laughs> oh, they're oh, just oh, talking. Roberts, yeah, he had to raise $2 million or God was going to call him home. Yeah. And someone yeah. said, I and, wish uh, he would. He, they didn't, and he didn't. That's so right. It didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we, let's not forget about Howell Camping, who said that uh, the world was going to end on a certain date, and it didn't. Yeah. He and, but he 2012. Ended. Yeah, but he ended no, 2011 and, and uh, May 21st, 2011. He had it all doped out. Then he came out and said, "No, no, I miscalculated. I'm sorry. It's going to be six months from now." And you know that still didn't happen. It so. didn't help. It didn't happen. And he ended up leaving Family Radio at some point. He had a stroke. He was really going downhill anyway. But, uh, <laughs> his brother Stair still around? You hear him on short no, waves sometimes. He's no, not he's gone. Either. He's gone too. Okay, Lionel. Hold on a second. And we got Lionel Luis Morales, and I've asked you to okay. mute. Can you unmute yourself, Lionel? Okay. There yeah, you go. Go was, ahead. Who was the guy on fifteen thirty in Cincinnati? Was, uh, <laughs> the, he was on all night. I, I don't think he's on it anymore. I don't remember the dude's name. Uh, that's Brother Stare. Uh, Brother Stare. Brother Stare on there. Was it Brother Stare? Okay. That's what I've read. I don't know. I've... Oh, okay. Well, interesting. Looks like you're done talking. So, Lionel, may I ask you a question? You live yeah. in ba- you, I think you live. Uh, you used to live in Bakersfield. Do you listen to KUZZ at all? Oh, this must be a new Zoom thing. Turkey's telling me you look like you're done talking. No, I'm not done talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not. The fact it, is that I think Ken McLeod's going to do very well starting Monday morning with this new show because he uh, morning is an old hat to him because when uh, Clear Channel owned 96.5 over there, they were doing country from 04 to 08 and he was on there with another lady that was on at the time on 105.3 which was doing Light Rock from 2002. This is about the time when Clear Channel purchased stations <laughs> down there. So I, I think he's going to do well. It's, you know, it's, a, it's unfortunate. Well, Cliff, I mean, he, he runs those stations that are on uh, BTC Holdings USA in uh, Sitka, Alaska, Texarkana, uh, Ketchikan, Alaska. So you know he's he's a busy dude. So you know I, I'm kind of not surprised he, you know that that he's giving it up. So yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Lionel. Always good to hear from you. Thank yeah. you very very much. Well, Jeff, since we are on the Express Edition, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hint, hint, hint. I think it's time. For the next future, you know, I'm like the Major League Baseball. Uh, I have to put a what do you call a pitch clock? Violations for time management here. Pitch clock, yeah, yeah. Jeff says pitch clock. I don't know anything about. I don't. I don't know what a pitch clock is. I I certainly know what a pitch clock is. But you know what? (laughs) I think you guys. I've listened to this before, and I think that Bill and I got previewed it. I think you're going to find this very interesting because it's radio that I've never heard before. 
and you may never want to hear again. That's that true, but it's radio that you just don't hear anymore. No, you don't, but you may never want to hear it again. But if you want to go back in time, here's some radio. And I'd like to get Chris's perspective on this from being oh, from the big city. It's the month you say it is. It's a very interesting time, August of 74, one of our famous months in history. So we'll see. Didn't we have something happen on August 9th of that year? We did. Yeah. We did. We did at noon of that day. Yes, we did. That's right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Before I get us in trouble, Chris. For the state of South Carolina, the weatherman says cloudiness overall increasing from the west uh, with scattered showers and thunder showers in the 70s. For Charleston and vicinity, the weatherman says Increasing cloudiness, warmer weather today with a chance of showers and thunder showers this afternoon and tonight. Tomorrow's weather predicted to be decreasing cloudiness and cooler weather. The expected high this afternoon in the upper 70s, low for this coming night around 60 degrees, high for tomorrow for Tuesday in the 70s. Probability of showers, 30% today, 50% tonight, and 20% tomorrow. Visibility across Charleston Harbor is unrestricted except heavier showers. Winds southerly increasing to 15 to 25 knots today and tonight, shifting to northwesterly winds 15 to 25 knots tomorrow. Water surfaces on the harbor choppy to rough with wave heights 1 to 2 feet over the inner harbor and 2 to 5 feet over the outer harbor. The tides are running a little above normal, a high tide staging it. We've had no rain for the past 20 The relative humidity 86%. Our winds are southerly 6 miles per hour. Our barometric pressure falling, reading 30.08 inches. At WOKE, Gold Dust Library. From the year 1960. Uh, here's uh, uh, Wake Martindale with his recitation deck of cards that sold more than a million copies. One big two-record package with the pictures of the jocks who made your favorites. Just three ninety-eight plus COD and postage. And all you do to order this outstanding TMA offer is call 577-2204. Call 577-2204 now. Presented by WTMA and Custom Fidelity Products. WTMA. This is Bob Hope. A code station represents professional standards, and that means better broadcasting in your behalf. Support the station that supports the radio code. Partly cloudy and mild with a chance of showers today. Daytime high, the upper 70s. 
Currently, it's 47 degrees. Stereo 95, Pixie, WPXI Charleston. All music, all the time. Every day around the world, millions of malnourished children need care for... WOTS Radio broadcasts its signal to the greater Tri-Counties on a Federal Communication Commission assigned frequency of 980 kilohertz with an authorized power of 1,000 watts. This is Phil Rogers speaking for the entire staff and management of WOTS Radio inviting you to join us for another day of entertaining and informative programming here on WOTS Radio, Somerville, South Carolina. Six, seven past six on Monday morning with Randy Scott. How you doing? Headlines open for you right now at five five four nine five eight six. And uh, also keep in mind the Greater Charleston branch of the YMCA is now accepting applications for uh, summer jobs as day camp counselors and swim instructors and their aquatic staff. Anyone interested in applying for positions should go to the uh, YMCA office in the Charleston End, Suite two o four at thirty five Blockwood Boulevard. EZL FM Stereo 104. Good morning, everybody. Nice to have you along with us. We're going to scoot a poop right and around together on this Monday morning, April 8, 1974, until high noon today. In Savannah, we've got 53 degrees. Skies are clear. Relative humidity is 86%. Winds are south at 6 miles per hour. The barometer 30.08. And the barometer is falling at the present time. Around the state, it's uh, cloudy in Atlanta, 55 degrees. Athens reporting rain and 50 degrees. Cloudy in Augusta, 54 degrees. Once again in Savannah, 53 degrees. We've got clear skies on a Monday morning with Parker House until, uh, I would think, a good hour this morning. It'd be about 9 o'clock, but I don't know about you. Cloudiness this morning, becoming mostly cloudy and warm, with a chance of thunder showers this afternoon and tonight. The showers ending Tuesday morning, becoming mostly fair during the afternoon Tuesday. The high today near 80, the lowest tonight about 60. High Tuesday in the mid-70s, the probability of showers 30% today, 50% tonight, and 20% Tuesday. Increasing southerly winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, shifting to northwesterly Tuesday, and the winds variable and gusty near thunder showers. Marine forecast, small craft advisory in effect for increasing southerly winds, 15 to 25 knots, shifting to northwesterly Tuesday morning. The sea is increasing to 3 to 6 feet. Inland waters choppy. The current Savannah reading is 53.53. We've had a low of 50 during the night. Wind is out of the south at 6, the barometer 30.08 and falling. That's the news up to the moment. 13 minutes after 6, sing-along time on Breakfast with Burr. This features an outstanding selection of drapery materials. Also, drapery hardware by Kirsch. You'll find lamps and lampshades, window shades and bath accessories, and the fascinating Golden Dolphin Boutique. The C.B. Prentice Company, synonymous with quality. 250 King Street, downtown Charleston. Job 
with good pay and benefits sound, or a chance to learn a job skill and get paid for it. Under the Army's new two-year option program, you can learn a skill that will help you at 233-9695. Call today. For a free copy of Tips for Conserving Gas, write Consumer Information, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. The time is 6.16 at Stereo 96. Sports coverage 653 from the CBS Radio Network. WTOC West Broughton Street in Savannah. Twenty-five minutes after six, the Goodman. Many times. Sixty, and the high Tuesday in the middle seventies. Increasing southerly winds, fifteen to twenty-five miles per hour. Shifting northwesterly Tuesday, winds rolling gusty near thunder showers. The probability of showers, thirty percent today, fifty percent tonight, and twenty percent Tuesday. WSTF. This is Skybird. Gold with the Beatles and something on WTOC FM. It's uh, 13 minutes before 7 o'clock on a Monday morning, the date being uh, the 8th of April. It's going to be one of those Monday mornings, I can tell already. It's going to rain this afternoon, which kind of puts a, pardon the pun, damper on, on all of my plans for the afternoon. And, uh, and right now, right now, I'm going to tell you, it's 53 degrees already out there. And it's going all the way up to about 80 degrees. I don't mind warm weather, but warm and muggy weather with rain just has never impressed me. It's that time again. Time for the... The time is 6.16 at Stereo 96. Kissinger talks with the Syrians on Israeli-Syria disengagement. Details from UPI's Roger Gittins in Washington. The official reason for the postponement of the talks with the Syrians is that Secretary... Well, the streaking fad has lost its novelty these days, but we have one more story. In Houston, Texas, a woman ran nude into a meeting of the County Criminal Lawyers Association's meeting. The naked lady left an envelope containing $50 to start a defense fund for streakers brought to trial in Houston, Texas. 
From the World Desk of United Press International, this is Jim Lonsberry. Listening to Hit Parade from Stereo 102, WZAT Savannah. Well, there you go. There's oh, a little. What memories built? Yeah. Uh, I wish I'd love to get air checks at those stations so I could actually play more of them because the, w, the Hit Parade format was a Drake Chenault format. The yeah. demos used on that WTO was a WTOC, I guess it was. Yeah. That station was the same package used by WCAU FM and WCBS FM in New York, WCAU FM in Philadelphia. Very, very interesting radio back then. Well, it was okay. April 8th, 1974. And not that that was an insignificant date either because that's the day that. Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's uh, all-time home run record that night. So uh, that's a date that uh, we know about. And, uh, you know, the, the, it was very interesting. A lot of beautiful music, similar to what Jeff and I were talking about earlier about the old WJIB in Boston. There were a lot of, there was still, I remember when I was in Miami in 73, there were three or four of them down there. And we had a couple besides WJIB here. And uh, so there's plenty of that. One of the things that was very interesting was they gave what we would now consider a, uh, national weather service level forecast and a lot of the stations wanted to do it you know when you're on the coast like that and they of course not that it's hurricane season at that time but you hear about hurricanes uh, threatening you will at some point this hurricane season because it happens every year threatening either charleston south carolina or savannah and i asked miss a they're about 108 miles apart so they're, they're sort of adjacent markets it wouldn't be the same market but um you do hear threats of, of a lot of storms and it's low-lying there. It's the low, uh, that may be the low, and I'm not a South Carolina expert, but uh, you do hear ads in South Carolina about, the, quote, the low country, unquote, and I would think that might be it. So people are concerned about the tides. They're concerned about the, the wind directions and all that, and a lot of people make their living off the water there. So um, those weather forecasts were very important to everybody back in those days. Well, talking about hurricanes, when I lived on uh, Galveston Island, uh, every hurricane season, wherever you were, people would, if there was something near, everybody would be turning on the weather channel at 50 after the hour to find out the hurricane, uh, 50 and 20, I think it was, uh, to find out the hurricane uh, report, current hurricane days. Yes, yes. And that first guy, the one that did, he played the deck of cards and all that, he sounded like he'd been doing that since at least 1952 and was going to continue to do it until about 1990. He was uh, ancient, but, uh, you know, you just <laughs> knew he was the guy that the people, you know, I think that was the Charleston station, the people tuned into every morning because he just sounded like he was settled, he was there, he'd been there for years, and he wasn't going anywhere, and uh, that, that was just the way it was going to be. He was a long-time dude. And one thing I noticed about the Southern Style Radio back then in 74 was that it was very, very slow, very sedate, you know, very relaxed, not really, not like it is up in the Northeast, so, you know, back no. then. It was much right. different. So you get, you get to hear different kinds of radio, which I think is very interesting. And there was no, yeah, there was no actual top 40 sounding. We heard a few songs. We heard Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. We heard uh, Oh My My by Ringo. We heard some rock in there. But nobody was, hey, here's Ringo. You know, nobody was doing that. It was, it was, uh, Here's, you know, yeah, here's, that was Ringo, the Beatles, you know, Ringo Starr, and, you know, just very mellow. Yeah, you're right. No, no yelling and screaming, especially early in the morning like that. Pretty good and different stuff, I'd say. I agree. Yeah. Bill, you picked a good yeah. one this time again, as usual. And that Lonsberry, I remember his name. I can't remember. What was his first? Ross Lonsberry? His name is, no. Jim, there's, Jim. You know, there's, there's something very Jim famous Lonsberry. about him, but you may not know this, but uh, when Buddy Holly did his last concert in Clear Lake, Iowa, 
if I'm not mistaken. Right. He yeah. was the radio announcer or the guy that would that emceed that concert. And, okay. Um, he would later ultimately land in New York City, working at WORFM uh, under the Drake format and under their progressive rock format. Before the Drake format, he worked for UPI as you as you heard on the. On, on doing news, and he worked at WPL, at WABC-FM. He was all around the New York dial, but uh, he was also, I got to talk to him because uh, I did an interview with him for my speech class in high school. Very, very nice guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Great interesting story. Bobby V used to tell those stories about that day when he had to go on concert. He had to go on and substitute that night for... Buddy yep. Holly and the stories he would tell. He would came on on his lunch break and found it out from school, and that you know, changed his life. Yeah, yeah. The the difference, and I was going to comment on this last week about the the uh, thing at Le Mans, and the same thing happened in Indianapolis in uh, 1955. They would keep things going. That nowadays, if there was a big plane crash with the with a tour like that, the tour would stop. It wouldn't go anywhere else. They went to Fargo, North Dakota, and they had to find Bobby V and his friends to come in as a high school group and perform to fill in for some of the people. And it, like the, the race in Le Mans continued when you had all those people killed in the crowd last week that we heard about on a monitor. And in 55, there were some people killed, I think, uh, in, in that crowd. Oh, well, what and, about uh, the Indianapolis race? I think it was 1974 when, they, when we lost Sweet right. Savage, Savage and Saul Walter. Do you remember that race? That was another race. Yeah. That was, that, that, and the I race think, though, so. the race wow. itself, if it's a driver thing, and Eddie Sachs in 64, the Bill and I remember, a yeah. thing like that is a little different because that's the competition. That's part of the uh, the, the field. And, and actually, in 55, somebody died at a hospital afterwards from heat, uh, a heat problem, I think. Uh, there was a, a mention of that. But it's just, if something happened in the stands like that now, I mean, for example, the, the example would be the DeMar Hamlin thing, uh, day after New Year's. The game was stopped. Nobody played. Everybody went home. And there's a whole different mindset now than there was in those days about that kind of stuff. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Well, you know what? So. How about if we move on to... Um, now you're that, finally catching that, on. That Sean yeah. can relate to this. Sean and Gary, yeah. they're, the, they're the babies of the group in the panel. They, they can relate and to you this. Know, I find this ironic, though. Two weeks ago, you featured an air check from 1984, and Tim did the year before, 1983, this week you're doing 83 and Tim's doing 82. 82 the year before, out, out doing you one by one yeah, year. Um, eventually, one by... We'll, eventually we'll get together and match each other at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now just finally getting the idea of this express. As we there almost we finish the show, but he's doing a good job. All right, here we go, Jeff. This week at my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to February 4th, 1983, and we're going to listen to one of my favorite radio stations, the Mighty 690 XETRA from Tijuana, Mexico. The first time I got to hear this radio station was back in 1980 when I traveled to California. I know we featured this radio station before, but I really enjoyed this format. So without further ado, listen to Jim Richards on the Mighty 690 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Southern California's Mighty 690. Good morning, just about 7 o'clock, and I'm Jim Richards on the Mighty 690. The Mighty 690 request lines open toll-free at 1-800-522-1069 to the Mighty 690. The Mighty 
690 and Laura Branigan. For Dr. Pepper, Al Jarreau. Well, everyone knew Dr. Pepper except for me. We never met, but I'm the kind who'll try to see. So where's this Dr. Pepper that I've never tried? The perfect soft drink when you're thirsty, hot and dry. And just as soon as the taste has hit my lips, and just as soon as I take in a couple of sips, and then I knew I discovered a new kind of tip. I shouted, Dr. Pepper, I presume. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, the taste made of pepper out of me. Everyone's done it, but now people are doing it more and doing it longer. They're staying single, and they feel good about it. This week on Eyewitness News at 11, Paul Dandridge examines L.A.'s swinging single scene. From gymnasiums to discos to video dating services, we'll find out where they meet, where they play, and see if they ever plan to settle down. Is happiness being single? Find out this week on Eyewitness News at 11, only on Channel 7. Television show that dares to put its eye on the Twilight Zone and is not afraid to remember some of the most famous episodes of Rod Serling's classic series. Imagine a show that features a profile of the love boat Captain Gavin McLeod. Imagine, if you will, an uncompromising look at the rising popularity of the big band sound as the 40s meet the 80s. It could only happen in a place known as Ion LA, Saturday at 7:30 on Channel 7. Your station for the winds of war. Star Kiss presents Charlie the Tuna beneath the sea. Charlie joins a piano-playing eel. Jackie, welcome to the Titanic Room. Now you do requests. Our Eskimos cool. I wrote this song about Starkist the natural spring water with half the calories of tuna and oil. Bravo! Starkist will relate to it. And me. Ooh, that good tasted Starkist in natural spring water saves you half the calories. So get in your water, you rascal. There's Starkist signs. Tough crowd, Chucky. It says spring water, yeah. Charlie, oh no. Now? Now your home can become a state-of-the-art video arcade because the Mighty 690 is giving away free dozens of Atari's exciting new Vanguard video game cartridges. To win yours, just call the Mighty 690 request line when you hear this Vanguard theme, which will play sometime in the next hour. After we play that theme, we'll win the Vanguard video game cartridge. And we'll be eligible to win an Atari 2600, the world's most popular video game system. Remember, call 1-800-522-1069 when you hear the Atari Vanguard theme. And your home may become a great arcade. Tomorrow with a slight chance of showers this morning and then again tomorrow afternoon. Right now, 56 in San Diego, 53 Civic Center, downtown Los Angeles. The Mighty 690. The Mighty 690 and Jim Richards saying hi to Chuck Morgan of San Diego called in to request some Chicago on the Mighty 690. The Mighty 
96.9 Jim Richards congratulating Claudine Martinez of Carson for winning the Atari Vanguard cartridge just by being the first caller after hearing the Vanguard theme. There's a difference. For six money-saving double coupons in Vaughn's full-color circular and this week's paper. Plus low price differences like juicy red delicious apples, 25 cents a pound. California-grown best of fryer chicken, wings, thighs, drumsticks, breast with ribs attached, 79 cents a pound. You love our low prices, low overall prices at Vaughn's. And more low price differences are Minute made frozen orange juice, regular or extra bulk, 12-ounce can, 99 cents. MD bathroom tissue, four-roll pack, 89 cents. RC Diet Right or RC 100, six-pack of 12-ounce cans, $1.39. Quantities are limited. Offer ends February 9th. Overall, there's a difference. Overall, it's bonds. I'm back with my good pals, the boys at Albahonda and Encinitas. Seems the boys are holding another open house. It's Friday through Sunday, February 11th, 12th, and 13th. And if you're like me, the boys at Alba will knock your socks off with their special open house pricing on all power tools and products from Honda. Take the Honda EM600 generators, just $348. Or the famous Honda 7.5 horsepower outboard motor, just $748. Oh, come on, kid. I wouldn't kid you. Anyway... It's all part of Alba Honda's full real big deal open house, which also includes everything for the amateur landscaper, from power lawnmowers to rototillers. All specially marked and all stamped with the Honda name, a name that's kind of like me, a legend. It's a for real big deal open house Friday through Sunday, February 11th, 12th, and 13th at Alba Honda, 328 El Camino Real in Encinitas. Don't pay outrageous prices for flowers anymore. Now you can get straight from the grower savings on flowers at the India Street Wholesale Flower Market, 2165 India Street, San Diego. Garden fresh blooms by the bundle, all at straight from the grower savings of up to 50%. So make nature's gift your gift at a down-to-earth price. Where? At the India Street Wholesale Flower Market, one block north of Hawthorne off I-5 at 2165 India Street. on the West Coast, and I'm Jim Richards with Phil Collins. The Mighty 690 request lines open toll-free, 1-800-522-1069. The Mighty 690. The Mighty 690 and Tony Basil. In 1873, George A. Ralph set out to find ways to save shoppers money. He opened the first supermarket chain in the West. The bigger the order, the better the savings. More stores meant volume buying and lower prices. 
Today, that tradition continues with Switch and Save number 10. Low prices on name brands, like assorted varieties of Pillsbury Plus Cake Mix. Just 79 cents for an 18 and a half ounce box. For lots more name brand values, check Ralph's anniversary insert in this week's newspaper or pick up a copy at Ralph's. And here's another Ralph's tradition. Switch and Save number 4. The three double coupons in this week's newspaper ad and three bonus doubles in Ralph's anniversary insert. Six double coupons in all. As George A. Ralph's used to say, find ways to save folks money, they'll be back. Switch and save more than a It's easy when you've been at it 110 years. Prices and coupons good through February 9th. Limits on some items. Details at Ralph's. Countdown continues to the formal event of the year. On February 1st, Gary's Tuck Shops arrive with 50 years of experience and the most elegant designer tuxedos in the world. We've put after six on over a million men. If you're going to need a tuxedo, look for us in all the Bob Kaufman locations. Formal wear will never be the same. A new tradition begins February 1st at Gary's Tuck Shops. In Hillcrest, Claremont, Escondido, Alcohol, and Chula Vista, and at 4055 Pacific Highway in San Diego. The Jubal and Bridal Bazaar, a joyful event for all engaged couples, is coming to three Southern California locations on three special Sundays in February. Get all the personal planning attention every bride and groom deserves. Register to win incredible trips to Tahiti, Hawaii, and the Greek Isles. And see Jay Lister Shaw's elegant bridal fashion shows. The Bridal Bazaar, sponsored by Keen Studios at San Diego's Golden Hall, February 6th, the Disneyland Hotel, February 13th, and at the Pacifica Hotel near LAX on February 27th. Now listen carefully and watch your wallet. Because when there's a million bucks on the line and nothing is on the level, everything is up for grabs and anyone can be had. Universal Pictures presents a special sneak preview of The Sting 2. Be the first to figure the fix because the con is on. And oh, how sweet it is. Jackie Gleason, Mac Davis, The Sting 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Special sneak preview Saturday night. Check newspapers for theaters and showtimes. in Southern California. Weather variable cloudiness through tonight with increasing clouds tomorrow and a chance of rain in the afternoon. Now 56 in San Diego, 54 Civic Center, Los Angeles. A mighty six The mighty 690. And keep listening for the Vanguard theme because you can win a new Atari cartridge from the Mighty 690. The Mighty 690 and John Cougar at 752. Wouldn't you love to be at SeaWorld for the premiere of our new water fantasy show? Wouldn't you like to attend the grand opening of the Penguin Encounter? Sure would be nice to hear the great singing of Up With People when they return to SeaWorld. 
and see the opening performance of our new Seal and Otter show later in the year. Fact is, there's so much going on at SeaWorld, you'll want to come often. So on your next visit, ask for our 12-month pass. For less than the price of two visits, it lets you come as often as you'd like for a whole year. You can even charge it on your major credit card. The SeaWorld 12-month pass. Get one for every member of your family. And use it to bring your kids to Captain Kids World whenever they need something to do. SeaWorld 12-month passes are a great entertainment bargain. They're available every day at any ticket window or the new front gate pass office. You get credit home center stores with locations all over Southern California. Have an important message for all military personnel, E1 and up. Now, you don't have to wait to own many of the finer things in life. Because you get credit home center stores give you and all government employees on-the-spot instant credit. And listen to this you get credit home center special. $100 in every sofa and love seat set. Save $50 when you buy a washer dryer set. Get $25 off any stereo system or video recorder. And in most stores, buy one watch and get half off a second one of comparable value. You get credit home center stores in Long Beach on West Ocean Boulevard across from the Queen Mary. In Oceanside's Mission Avenue Shopping Center near Food Basket. In National City on East Plaza Boulevard. In Imperial Beach on Palm Avenue. In Point Loma on Lytton Avenue near NTC Gate 1. And now the newest store near March Air Force Base. You get credit home center stores throughout the USA. Lake Tahoe is back. AirCal reintroduces Lake Tahoe service with our new DC-9 Super 80 jets. Every Sunday through April 24th, you can fly from LAX or Orange County Airport nonstop to Lake Tahoe. All seats $70 one way, $139 round trip. Tour packages for three, four, or seven nights start as low as $179, including airfare. For great skiing, Lake Tahoe is the place to go. Skiers can purchase lift tickets on board AirCal's flights to Heavenly Valley, America's largest ski resort for only $15 per day, minimum three-day purchase. AirCal's back in Lake Tahoe. The Mighty 690 with Holidays. Well, there you go. A trip back in time to February 4th, 1983 in the Mighty 690 XETRA from Tijuana, Mexico. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, one of them you know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. I, I, remember I, the remember those Atari, Sean? Oh I yes, I remember those Ataris, <laughs> and and the, I remember the Algero Dr Pepper commercial. I do yep. remember that when it was real big. <laughs> those Ataris were cool though, because with a lot of the games in there, we had one, and I could memorize those games good enough to play. Yep, them. so could I. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting, and I'm wondering about. So what we usually had here was like two songs and about eight commercials. And Essentially, yes. Yep. So the question I have is, do we still have, I know this is deregulated radio now, especially after the 90s. Do we still have regulations in this country that keep you from having more than X amount of minutes per hour of commercials? No, and this not anymore. This in Mexico, in Mexico, they obviously didn't. They must have had half an hour of commercials, half an hour of programming. Well, the other thing is, 
the, the, that's an unusual, and I'll be with you. One, one second. I know you got your hand raised and you're unmuted. One thing about the Mexican station that they had, they could broadcast whatever they wanted to do. However, they had to broadcast a program from the Mexican government every Sunday night, and they had to broadcast some programming in Spanish, in Spanish, in English as well. So that was what wow. they did. It was a great station. I, I, my friend and I went to California, and she, and, and she would go to the ball games. And I was not really one to do that, but I would sit there and record the radio stations and listen to radio. I know, I know, I, I know I need – Bill, don't even say it because I know what you're going to say, and you're right. I need to get a life. I, I totally agree. But. <laughs> what, Jeff, you could do, Jeff, you need to call 1-900-GET-A-LIFE. You're right. <laughs> Al, can you – you are a muted. So go ahead, Al. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, good program tonight. I really enjoyed the uh... – uh, what what did the Savannah and the Charleston enjoy that uh-huh. especially the UPI uh, last newscast? I remember one of the stations here carried that for a short while. But anyway, uh, another significant significant thing that happened on February fourth. I came home from work and found out that Karen Carpenter had passed away. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was February fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I also remember that too, Al. And uh, as I said before, and uh, Chris, you were talking about a date in August, but that, I do remember that date you were talking about as well, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, uh, I think that was a day when maybe Nixon re- resigned from the presidency. Nixon resigned on the ninth. Yes. And, well, it's always right. fun another, when you can, when you, can, when you know thing, where uh, you were at that time. Go ahead, Al. One more thing. Uh, I uh, was talking to somebody from another uh, city in Ohio, and uh, she mentioned the station, and I tried to get it. I forget what it was now, but I ended up by accident. This has happened. I picked up an oldie station from Albany. Well, Magic, what, uh, 590 and 98.90? Oh, WRWR. 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 Magic 590, WRWR. And they're on, I forgot the frequency. They have an FM translator now as well. So 98.9. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're still streaming the, you know, I think I've got it in my favorite. Al, just to let you know. They are streaming, and uh, as a matter of fact, someone I know works in the afternoons up there as well. So I'm glad you like that station. So yeah, they, I they do pretty good. Anyway, you guys have a good week. Okay. Thank you, Al. Yeah. Now, your- by eighty, oh sorry, by eighty three was extra. Was extra? Were they broadcast? Were there studios in the U.S. by eighty three? I I believe so, uh, but, but, and they were they I would I was gonna say they were voice tracked, but they're not because they they actually did that winner for the contest that they were doing for the Atari games, uh, Sean. So I think they 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 may have had studios in the United States, although they the, the transmitters obviously were in Mexico. And let me tell you, that had a great a signal. You couldn't oh, believe yeah. oh yeah you couldn't believe what kind of signal that was. I was sitting in Anaheim. I was staying in Anaheim in 1980. And I could listen to that radio well, station with no problem. Ninety-six, ninety. Yeah. Well, even, I in, was in even in the daytime. Yeah, I, I got it there. Even in the daytime too, because you think about it, the fact that they had a good daytime signal because they were doing commercials for LA and San Diego in the daytime. So I mean, you know, it was. I mean, yeah, at night six ninety of those Mexican stations got out far, but I mean, for a daytime signal and in '83, well, they they still had a bit of a sound because. By then in LA, a lot of people had gone to Kiss FM and San Diego. They're top, I'm sure the FM Talk 40. So I don't know how well they were still doing listener-wise in '83 as a top 40 station. But okay, very good, Sean. Let's now. let's move on to Walter okay. and um, hold on. Let me make sure I make sure I got you here, Walter. Hold on a second here. Okay, I Bill, thought you had Bill, your. I think the express slowed down. <laughs> yeah, I think the express did slow down. I thought you had your hand. I thought you had your hand raised, Walter. But I guess yeah, he does. So unmute yourself, Walter. There we go. There we go. Okay, All right. Go, go ahead, Walter. Yes. Um, 
Well, um, I have heard a lot of things about the, the Mighty 690. It's a shame I, I never did hear them that often. Um, but I think for the IDs, what they like do it in English and then they do it again in Spanish. Is that well, they have they, there's a XETRA, Tijuana, Mexico. That's, yeah. that's the call letter in Spanish. And then they have the Mighty 690 as the call, Walt. Yeah, they right. have to ID them in Spanish once yeah, an hour. And and, uh, and the other thing about that station, uh, when before, uh, just before I got to the West Coast in 1980, they were doing beautiful music. And before they were beautiful music, they were owned and operated by Gordon McClendon. And they were doing an all-news format, but it didn't yeah. last. So that, that, that I might let you know. Thank you, Waltz. Thank you. You bet. Oh. Yeah. All right. Over to you. He's gone. Over to you, well, Bill. All right, Jeff. We want to thank everybody for participating tonight. Thank you for your contributions. All right. It means everything. And thank you so much. Thank you, everyone on the panel listening in. And thank you. And we're going to end this express version of uh, the show with what, Jeff? What is this? This was uh, the last broadcast of WTSS in Buffalo, New York. The morning host is Rob Lucas, and he, I can relate to him because he was talking about listening to this radio station when he was living as a kid in Hornell, New York, putting an antenna on the wall of his uh, bedroom to try to get it aimed towards Buffalo, New York. So, uh, and I think is that the one that it. went Caleb? Right, that, that's now Caleb, but 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 it was WBEN FM at one time, and he, they go through the formats that they had, and they play some jingles. I think if you're if you're a radio freak like I am, you'll enjoy this. Right, and if you miss any of this, you can hear it on the podcast at legendoldies.com. Have a great week, everyone, and thank you so much. And thank you, Jeff. No problem. This week on my featured station segment, we're saying goodbye to a radio station. The radio station is WTSS-FM in Buffalo, New York, and they transmit out on the frequency of 102.5. They were sold to the Educational Media Foundation, owners of the K-Love and Air One Contemporary Christian formats. Here's how Rob Lucas, morning host at the radio station, and the morning show staff said goodbye to this radio station. Star 102.5, it is coming up on 9.53. You're listening to Rob Lucas in the morning on WTSS-FM Buffalo. And our entire crew is here this morning. Thank you, people. I truthfully, if it wasn't for the people here, in case something happens to me, Sue will take over. And that'll be, you're just hearing that now for the first time. Are you going to leave the Jameson? Uh, There you go. (laughs) Spoken like a trooper. All right. There have been, since 1948, this station's been, I'm sorry, since 1974, 48 years, this station's been a pop music station. Let's go back a little bit, but first, a round of applause for anybody who's ever opened a mic or sold a commercial, or managed here at 102.5. This is the Frequency Modulation Station of the Buffalo Evening News, WBEN-FM, in Buffalo.
Magic 102 in the forecast today. Clouds, maybe some hazy sun in the mix, but a shower or a thunderstorm by this afternoon. 78 will be our high. Now 73 degrees on Magic 102. Hi, this is Sandy Beach. I'm keeping new company these days because, frankly, I needed some magic in my life. My doctor said, give up rice. I said, no problem. And this is the place I found it. 102.5 FM, Magic 102, with 110,000 watts of pure stereo power to play with. From Canal Side to Niagara Falls, Star 102.5. Buffalo's Christmas Station, Star 102.5. Rob Lucas in the morning. What's up, my hometown? This is John Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls. Hey, this is Robbie from the Goo Goo Dolls, and you're listening to Star 102.5. So Johnny and Robbie grew up listening to 102.5 just like you did, and that's what you've been listening to on 102.5 FM for the past 48 years, 10 months, and 8 days. August 1st, 1974, that's when the Butler family, owners of then WBEN-FM, changed it from a beautiful music station to a pop music station. And as you know by now... 102.5, the frequency, was purchased from Odyssey by a contemporary Christian radio group. We wish them well. There's always room for more. But until we fully flip the frequency, we hope you try Kiss, Kiss 98.5. They may not be the same station they were the last time you listened. And you probably aren't the same person you were the last time you listened. You'll be able to sample them and just a little bit. But right now, this is our goodbye to 102.5 FM as a pop music station. Iconic in Buffalo and iconic in the nation. I want to thank Steve Seashon. He's like the dean of Buffalo music history for getting those jingles to us and for fact-checking so many things that I'm going to talk about. No matter how old you are, you were introduced to 102.5 as a kid listening for your favorite song. I was the same way. Growing up in Hornell, New York, trying to hang my T-type FM antenna on my bedroom wall with thumbtacks just so the station wouldn't fade in and out. I know it just brought back a memory for someone. I remember hearing the automated station voice back-selling songs, usually two at a time, in a very staid, monotone, but warm way. John Lennon, Instant Karma. Before that, Dolly Parton. 9 to 5. One of Rock 102's first slogans was the great American music machine, and it truly was. Many would say Rock 102 had a very eclectic music mix. I think I remember Led Zeppelin Whole Lot of Love being played next to Cher's Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. And when you think about it, we've come full circle. Today, it's nothing to play Morgan Wallen's Last Night next to Flo Rida or Eminem. When live air personalities came on, I remember being late for school so I could hear Roger Christian play for the first time all those years ago, the song George Harrison wrote shortly after John Lennon's death. We all have 102.5 memories like that. When I arrived here in 1986, 102.5 had already been a pop music station for 12 years, and we were in the Channel 4 building on Elmwood Avenue. There was a placard on the studio wall. It said, WBEN-FM, Rock 102, the most listened to international radio station in the nation. And it was so true. 110,000 watts blasted into Toronto, better than some of the Canadian stations did. When the weather was right, we could be heard from Toronto to Buffalo to Erie and west to almost Detroit. Everybody who walked into that studio saw the most listened to message before they opened the mic. It made you proud to be the voice, voice of Buffalo 
for so many so far away. Rock 102 and that lightning bolt logo was a fixture from 1974 through 1987, which gave way to Magic 102 with a J, new call letters WMJQ. Another change happened in September of 1991 when 102.5 morphed into Q102. Anybody remember the best hits without the hard rock and rap? Yeah. Yeah. Worst slogan ever. If you can't fit it on a billboard, don't do it. But then we finally really got it right in 2000, turning the station into the current Star 102.5. And we gained major notoriety in the fall of 2001 when we had the nerve to play nothing but Christmas music starting on Black Friday. Many people were outraged. But we soon found, soon found out that many more loved it. And we haven't looked back. But technology changes things, and it's changed radio. Radio is not just on your radio anymore. It's on your phone, on your PC, in your earbuds that are wired to nothing. The power of 110,000 watts is not as important to some formats as it used to be. Forget being heard from Toronto to Erie. Let's try today. From Buffalo to Orlando to Dallas to San Diego to Portland, both Portlands to Denver to Chicago to Cleveland and back to Buffalo. All at the same time all with an app on your phone. Pretty amazing. And 48-plus years of pop music on 102.5 is also pretty amazing. We know we're going to be missed, and believe us, we will miss you. So how do we end this? I think we should use the words of two of our own, Robbie Takak and Johnny Resnick. It seems they've really nailed it in a Buffalo way. To paraphrase Robbie and Johnny, and sooner or later it's over, And I just don't want to miss you tonight. When everything's made to be broken, I just want you to know who I am. 48 years of sharing your time with us. Thanks for letting us get to know you. And thank Thank you, you, Buffalo. Well, there you go, the end of Star 102.5 WTSS-FM in Buffalo, New York. And what a classy way of ending this format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.